Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. Listen up. We shine. show i'm amanda seals today is wednesday november 8th 2023 it is apparently national parents and teachers day parents as teachers day which you know um the way that they be having these parents in these schools these days like talking about books that should be banned etc etc i just don't really know that that is the way to go because just because you're a parent doesn't mean you are like a good teacher it doesn't mean like you're trained like I think there's something to be said for like teaching that has training to it and you know but but shout out to all the parents who are who are good solid teachers uh in beyond just like teaching your child how to be an adult so shout out to you I'm um, coming up on the show today we have uh the Supreme Court will decide on domestic abuse owners' rights, sorry, on domestic abusers' rights to gun ownership. Mm-hmm. That's that's a decision that's gonna be made. That's that that's one of the things like when I had to have a debate about catcalling. And I was like, there's another side. Yeah. Also, speaking of sides, Soldier Boy versus J. Cole. Again, how is this coming together? Um, well, not that kind of versus. So we're going to tell you why apparently they're roasting and beefing. And I, I just hope it's to raise money for something positive. Also, Bangladesh garment workers are on strike. And these are the folks making all y'all shine clothes. Mm-hmm. All y'all H&Ms and all that. Forever 21. That's them. And uh, they aren't getting paid enough. They have never been getting paid enough. All right. We're also going to have That's Not My Ministry with Rita Brent. Professor Supreme will join us for a block quiz. And apparently DoorDash has issued a warning to users who refuse to tip. So we got all of that going on. Plus, why are young voters second guessing their support of President Biden? I mean, I've already said this before, but we're going to say it again. So don't go anywhere. Start to listen, laugh and learn right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Y'all, it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. To be honest, I am worn out. I'm just, I'm just worn. <laughs> Truth is, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really, I'm tired, and it's like there's no like respite from it. Um, in terms of my my tiredness from the stupidity, the the lack of empathy, and just the consistent clown show that is this country. Let's talk about. Um, okay, well, let's get into some black hair news, right? Because I know a lot okay. of people are also tired. So the leaders of progressive groups that focused on mobilizing young voters are basically now out here like President Biden, your handling of this war could depress turnout in a demographic that's already like very difficult to energize on Election Day. Now, Mm -hmm. I will say that that demographic was actually not difficult to energize (laughs) on Election Day during the midterms. Mm -hmm. Um, They were actually very focused and they are why there was not a red wave. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
So these people are like, listen, we are experts in youth voting behavior. We've worked tirelessly across the years to generate Gen Z and millennial enthusiasm for civic mm-hmm. action under a variety of circumstances. And they are just pleading to the president, like we write to you to issue a very stark and unmistakable warning. You and your administration's stance on Gaza risks millions of young voters staying home or voting third party next year. Mm. So this is the latest in a number of people coming together to like address Mm-hmm. you know, the, the genocide going on in Palestine, um, mm-hmm. in a myriad of ways. Like I was a part of a bunch of act like create art actors and creatives who wrote a letter. Right. Then there mm-hmm. was a bunch of other like black activists, organizers, creators, um, that wrote a letter. Right. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen the athletes say nothing, but, um, <laughs> they go put it on the jerseys. They're going to put it on a Jersey and put it in the rafters. But this <laughs> is a different approach because, This appeals, in my mind, to actually what their hearts of these politicians, not public servants, but these politicians really pump with. And that is power. And Mm -hmm. that is necessitated by like votes. Right. Mm -hmm. So President Biden, who alongside Kamala Harris, well, Kamala Harris the other day said like very confidently, like we gonna win. And it was just like, ma'am. She did say that. (laughs) So I guess my question becomes like. Are we appealing even to the right person? Is appealing to Joe Biden even the point? Because clearly Joe Biden is like lost his damn mind, right? So that's really like, I think, out the window. Um, Do you think there's no course correction at this point for Joe Biden? Do I think there's course correction for Joe Biden? Um, I think the only version of like course correction for Joe Biden is if he's like, and we're going to clean up the Congo. Okay. Something very <laughs> deliberate. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I, I just think that's the difficult part, right? Is that like a lot of, if he becomes the only option to vote for, a lot of people are like, I just simply can't do it. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, I don't think that's really like smart, but nonetheless, I think it's just a reality. And, um, I don't think that there's really any way around it. That's my concern. Like, I don't think there's any way around it. And these other options that people keep talking about, I don't consider to be like great options. I don't think Marianne Williamson is a great option. I don't think Cornell West is a great option. Uh, You know, these are people that have never held public office. They've never had to like do policy. They've never been in legislation. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so I just feel like that's 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 like a key component, I think, (laughs) to this job. Uh, But that being said, um, we're going to see what happens. The young vote is important, especially because they are really the ones who are going to push, you know, things over. Um, Politics is about lawmaking. And I think that's the part that a lot of people are not gathering. You're not voting for a politician because you think they're somewhat of a good person as much as you are voting for the politician that is going to do the best to serve this you know, effort at a progressive nation and world. And I've, and if, if, if it comes down to, you know, Biden and Trump, like both of them feel the same way about <laughs> that area of the world. So right, like, that's right. not it. Um, you know, people who are like, Oh, I'm going to vote for Cornell West or I'll vote for Marianne Williamson. Like, I mean, for, fine. If that makes you feel good, but it's a waste of your vote. It's not going to matter. And neither of them are going to win. And you will not, have been effective are part of this. And you're still gonna be mad. And you're still gonna be mad. So, (laughs) I mean, the question of like, 
But why should black people care? Why should black people care? I mean, you know, we can't sleep on young voters because their votes have the power to make a difference. Um, Also, as black folks, we've never had a president that served our community. Um, And the idea that so we should just stop voting altogether does not to me say that's how we get one. (laughs) So there's that. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? one 855 8 That's one 262 We'll be right back to The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. I'm Amanda Seals. Um, all right, let's, let's get into... Let's get into this. So I don't know if y'all know this, but um, if you are thinking on skipping on like a DoorDash tip, DoorDash is basically saying... If you don't tip, you're going to get slow service. Ooh. So that, um, that is, is actually kind of wow. <laughs> I always tip, but, um, other than just like, I don't know. I didn't know that that was a thing that could be done, but basically if you try to place an order through DoorDash app without leaving a tip, you may get pop-up that says orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? <laughs> so DoorDash is really like threatening you. Like, um, I think it's also just odd. Well, okay, wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but like we, it, they add the tip before you even get the thing. Right. When you're ordering, you could like add in the tip before you before you even like uh, solidify who the driver is. You, you, you're giving that money. Right. And so that for me ends up being a little bit of a doozy because it's like I've had so many times where like I tipped early. I tipped before. Mm-hmm. But then my order comes in and put it in the wrong place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or they it was missing items. It didn't have elements of it. And you're just like, well, I want my tip back now. Right. Because. Right. You know, you did all of that and it wasn't what I wanted. So I just feel like it's very, um, (laughs) I feel like it's very kind of precarious. Nonetheless, um, there is the thought process that if you tip before, Mm -hmm. that people are more incentivized to really try their best and give you good service. Mm. But that's appealing (laughs) to a part of our spirit and soul that America does not cultivate, which is consideration, compassion, empathy, etc. <laughs> like, America that. doesn't, comp- like, we don't do that. Like, we are a country of takers. So, you know, it's that. Now, you know, there's also, like, the fact that, like, even if there's missing items, you know, it's like, oh, it can be reimbursed. It, sometimes it's not even about them getting the money back. I ordered, I wanted this. Like, I ordered mm-hmm. this thing. Your job is to go there, mm-hmm. look at the order, confirm that all the items are there, before you bring it. And what I think a lot of times happens is that in the mad dash to door dash, mm-hmm. they, you know, they just go, they're like, I, I'm here for Fran. And they take Fran's <laughs> order and bounce. And they don't actually confirm that the things are there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But so are you tipping I up feel, front or now? You said what? Are I tip, I always tip up front. It's just, I mean, yeah, like I tip up front, whatever. Okay. Um, you know, and they'd be like 15, 18, 20, 50. <laughs> At that point, 50. <laughs> you need to teleport my food here. So, I mean, you know, that's interesting that they've incentivized that. I mean, that they've put that in place. What do you all think? Do you think they're wilding with this? Are you going to like do undo DoorDash and just stick with 
Postmates, hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. But we've got to get into some 60-second headlines. Uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible, tell the people what it is. All right. First up, after two heated clashes, clashes in Wisconsin and California, Republican presidential candidates will face off again in Miami tonight for the third GOP primary debate. In in things that nobody cares about. <laughs> it's it's like every, every single debate is... A, it's an exercise in diminishing brain cells mm. that might even top hmm, a Krayshawn Blueface debate. Ah, uh, yikes. <laughs> Up next, Lizzo received a letter of support from 18 of her employees amid the shocking harassment lawsuits from her former dancers and wardrobe stylists. <laughs> she lived, she received a letter of support. Um, 18 employees. I mean, that's a strong number. I don't know what her staff is like consistent of, but that's a strong number. Mm-hmm. She's adamantly denied the claims from her former staff. Uh, but I hope, it gets, I hope it gets resolved soon, right? Everybody can reset, move on. This is like, you're trying to take somebody out the game when you make mm-hmm. these types of allegations. So I'm just like, did she, did she steal your man? <laughs> Also, Wiley College, the HBCU in Marshall, Texas, announced last week during their homecoming that the institution will be renamed to Wiley University. Okay, so this was its original name in, in 1873. And <laughs> Wiley itself is very strong and black. Miss <laughs> um, Wiley was my teacher, my sixth grade business teacher. And uh, she was strong and black. Mm-hmm. See? It's Shout right. out to Miss Wiley. And she was very much annoyed, but also pleased when I would always, because she'd be like, anybody but Amanda? Because my <laughs> hand was always in the air. And I was an FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. Okay, also, her FBLA. son was my first little boyfriend. Shout out to Kellen. <laughs> All right. And shout out to Lotto because she broke a record for the fastest to reach a billion streams on Spotify with her K-pop track 7 with Jungkook, Jungkook um, of Korea. All right, Lotto, you better get your ten dollars out of that because that's what Spotify. Because <laughs> that is what Spotify be giving these artists. She gonna get ten dollars for a billion streams. Watch, Ugh, it's a travesty. Everything is a travesty. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not. It's not Fun Day Friday right now, so I can be as defeatist as I want to be. What else we got going on? With that last one, Amanda, Donald Trump brought his bombastic rhetoric to the witness stand on Monday in the civil fraud case against him and his businesses as he spent his time on the stand attacking the New York attorney general who brought the case and the judge overseeing the trial itself. The judge literally asked him, like, so why didn't you file something or whatever? And he was like, well, I was just so busy, you know, handling Russia, China, et cetera, et cetera. And the judge was like, why didn't you file X, Y, Z in 2021? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was so busy dealing with Russia, China, the affairs of America. And the judge was like, you were not president in 2021. <laughs> that man, that man. So that's what we're dealing. All right. Wait, that's what we're dealing with. All right. Well, those are your 60 second headlines. Uh, keep it locked. See you in the Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Uh, in today's Not My Ministry. Okay, so let me first preface this by saying I am super excited that the legend Lil' Kim is still out here performing and making her money. Uh, many people may have seen her perform recently at One Fest in Atlanta, One Music Fest. But something had happened during the middle of the show, and let me just say that I have questions. Lil' Kim threw her draws in the crowd during her performance. Okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with that. She's 49. I'm down with it. She's confident, comfortable throwing them out there. I just have questions. Okay? First of all, what part of the show were the draws being thrown? Because that's going to make a difference. If it's at the beginning of the show, we fresh down there. You know what I mean? Middle of the show, we less fresh. End of the show, now we got now we got questions. That's a little questionable. Should you be throwing your draws in the crowd at the end of the show? You know what I mean? And at 49, are these draws, is it a thong? Are they bloomers? You know what I mean? Like, if this is going to be a souvenir, I think it needs to be a specific type of draws. I'm just not... I'm just not accustomed to this. Usually people are throwing draws at you on stage. You not having to catch draws from somebody throwing them on stage. My last concern is, I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but COVID numbers are actually rising this year. And one of the ways that you can get COVID is there's a transfer of droplets. So you know what I'm saying? Is this even COVID safe to be throwing draws in the audience? That's all I'm saying. This is not my ministry. Okay. Artists throwing day draws at me during the show that's not my ministry i would rather you just let me throw you the draws okay i don't know how y'all feel about that i guess it depends on who it is like luther van draws they threw draws in him all the time but i ain't never seen luther take off his draws and throw them in the crowd that's not my ministry that's all i'm saying y'all can let me know how y'all feel about that we ain't nobody's fool no we shaking up the Seals, and this is Tuesday. What day is it? Wednesday. It's hump day. Wednesday. Yes. I had to ask somebody like very seriously what day it was the other day. No, not what year it was. Like really, uh, ser- I was like, what year is it? <laughs> what year is it? And they thought about it. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's Wednesday, November eighth. Happy birthday! If it's your birthday, it is uh, SZA's birthday. Mm. So shout out to SZA. It's also Erica Mena. Erica Mena has been in my comments. I don't know if Erica Mena is like in my comments trying to like turn her reputation around. She has been very vocal about a lot of things lately. So I'm like, is she? Is this a rebrand tour? Are you really this passionate? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But she in there. Happy birthday. Uh, Kaya. Uh, it is always uh, interesting <laughs> that when Kaya's name just resurfaces. Uh, the other day, she was busy saying that um, this new generation of rappers are hoes, unlike her generation. <laughs> so, 
So there was that. Um, anywho, <laughs> so we got all that going on. Now coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. We have um, we have a lot going on to you today. All right, Bangladeshi garment workers are protesting. J. Carl and Sol- J. Cole and Soldier Boy are at war on social media. Which, by the way, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Because I feel well, like J. Cole doesn't even seem like to me like the kind of person that would even entertain that. But apparently he is. Um, there's that. Also, we're going to do the big up let down. I'm going to give out some props and some blows. So if you like oxtails, keep listening. All right. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check out our podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. And don't forget to tune into my uh, Small Doses podcast. The latest episode is Side Effects of Forgiveness. Okay. Side Effects of Forgiveness. And you can also check it out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Now, if you're a pet owner, this week's uh, this week's group chat of the week is all about our pet owners, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn, we did not promote this at all yesterday. It is all about our pet owners. So we want to hear from you guys. Why do you love your pets? What what do they bring to your life? Something that's been interesting. I saw a video today that just made me start bawling. Really? Of a woman in Palestine, in Gaza, who was running out of her house because they were bombing mm-hmm. and forgot her birds. And she went back and got her birds and her turtles. And she was showing us her birds and her turtles and that she finds food for them every day. And y'all just whimpering in my, just whimpering. Like, (laughs) and, um, you know, something that's always kind of, something that we always have to remember is that when we, when we learn about history, we are always told the facts. And so uh, mm-hmm. we oftentimes forget that there are living individual people mm-hmm. who are going through these things. And that's why mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's so hard for people to imagine how could Anfranc like have a crush while she is hiding in an attic during the Holocaust in mm. in Nazi Netherlands. I think she was in the Netherlands. Um and it's because as human beings, like our feelings don't just stop because the world has stopped feeling. Mm-hmm. That's sure. So do y'all love your pets? Hit me up. one 855 8 We'll be right back. I'm very deep today. <laughs> Amanda Seals show y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's get into some black hair news, all right? So Levi's and H&M. Y'all still shop there? Do y'all still purchase things from there? If you do, it might be on halt real quick <laughs> because Bangladesh, just over there by India, Pakistan, after days of violent protests by workers uh, demanding higher wages. Actually, let me not say violent because I need to research that because the way that these media be just throwing right. things in right. and trying to vilify the oppressed, I can't mm, I can't What's, necessarily it's say. It's something you always say, Amanda. It's like the fact, because there was destruction against property, so they're they're calling it violent. Oh, so they're calling destruction against property violent. Let me tell y'all something. Me banging down a window is not violence. <laughs> me banging down your face, that's violence. <laughs> Unless there was somebody in the building that we was trying and we was trying to like destroy the building with the people in the building, that's one thing. 
But like, if the people are not in the building because we was the people in the building, what do we even do? What are we talking about? Ugh, oh my gosh. Anyways, Bangladesh has 3,500 garment factories, y'all. And it accounts for around 85% of the South Asian country's 55 billion annual exports. And it supplies many of the world's top names in fashion. But no surprise, uh, the conditions are dire for many of the sector's 4 million workers. I don't know if you remember years ago, um, there was like a huge fire in a huge Bangladesh Mm -hmm. garment factory and Mm -hmm. there were no exits. And so, so many people, like hundreds of workers lost their lives because this was a building that had not, that didn't have like the proper Mm -hmm. um, accessibility. It didn't have the proper exits. And so Mm -hmm. people ended up, dying just because these owners of these buildings and, you know, owners of these companies, like they really try to just squeeze as many people and as many workers in. Mm -hmm. And they also don't want to pay the money to make sure that the buildings are up to code, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, So, I mean, listen, many of the people are women, their monthly wages, monthly start at $75. Okay. Monthly. Monthly. Mm. Yep. Monthly. So that's that's that. But authorities in Bangladesh, apparently they're announcing a new salary structure. You hear my you hear how exhausted I am? <laughs> I'm, I'm it's a lot. It's a lot happening. You know, and they 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 said we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change the minimum wage from $75 to $113. And um, basically a lot of the workers groups was like, no, too small. So I don't know what to say. Um, Capitalism is, is just, it's not effective. Mm -mm. But then if we're honest, like, I don't know that communism is effective either. Like, I don't think any of this is necessarily effective. So, because I think at the end of the day, like the only versions I've seen of communism are still people trying to get off. Because it's people so, at the helm of all these things and people go people. Well, right. I did. I did. I did say that the other day. People on people. All right. Well, we didn't get to the bottom <laughs> of anything there, but now, you know, why should black people care? We should always be conscious of the way our American consumerism is impacting others. Rita really did not hit me with no punchlines today. She was like, we're going to keep this very factual factual. Um, why do black people care? Because black folks love a sale and we love a, um, what do they call it? We, we love a bargain buy, oh, but yeah. oftentimes what we are doing in exchange for that bargain buy is we are continuing to perpetuate a cycle of consumerism that inevitably comes back to us in harmful ways. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I will say this. I would rather spend $25 on a shirt that I can wear seven times than $7 on a shirt that's going to shrink the first time and then I got to pay another shirt or buy another shirt. That's true. That's, that's uh, shopping smarter. <laughs> really. So there's that. All right. Speaking of shopping smarter, J. Cole, I would say is a shopping smarter pair, a part of this pair, and Soldier Boy. I mean, they're, they're in the big up let down coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Hello. Let's talk about it. Soldier Boy versus J. Cole. Okay. <laughs> In news that I don't care about. <laughs> Um, important news, Amanda Seals. This is, <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's it'll be a little exercise in escapism for two point two seconds. All right. So apparently, Soldier Boy like went at J Cole because he felt like J Cole was dissing him, and then J Cole went on Lil Yachty's podcast, and he had this to say about Soldier Boy's emergence in hip hop. I don't know how this happened, but I had a, a realization within myself. Cause I'm hearing that shit and I'm like, man, this shit. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy tell him. It sounds crazy to say now because it's such a classic to me. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I had resistance. Similar to when you came out and mm-hmm. your class came out. I had resistance. Nah, that's not the thing that I love. Like, what? Y'all fing with this? Like, I was one of them. Yeah. And it was literally a part of me that had a realization. I was young. I'm proud of myself for this realization. Yeah. So I was like, bruh, you a hater. Like, yo. You are literally hating. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how he took that as hate. When he literally said himself, <laughs> was it? Like, how do you? Okay. So, you know what? So then, Soldier Boy, he caught wind of this. <laughs> he took to IG Live and he said, J. Cole, you a cool n- all that, but man, stay in your lane, bro. You is not ready for this gangster. Bro, you are not ready for this real big Draco energy, bro. You feel what I'm saying? All that lyrical, spiritual, miracle, that do not count in the in the real world, bro. You you got nice bars. I understand what you was trying to say. Words are different next time. You know what I'm saying? I get what you was trying to say when you was when you was growing up. Soldier Boy wasn't your type of music, and you realized I don't know what the I don't know what the you was trying to say. What the was you even trying to say? You was a wasn't even saying you weren't trying to say. All right, Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> I'm mad that we played that on this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I am mad that we played that on this radio show. Okay. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm honestly like, you hear me? I am legit speechless that that took place. What? Okay, this is not. Remember, he did the same thing with like um, New Jersey when Jersey said that so, there was a whole New Jersey oh, situation. Yes. They it was something like, that happened in New Jersey. Would you go on a date with Soldier Boy or like take food stamps? They were like right. That? I think they were at the Jersey Shore and they were like asking people, yeah. "Would you go on a date with New Jersey or would you take like two hundred and fifty dollars?" And people took the money or something, and like. Yeah. He had the same reaction. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) 
But, you know, the question becomes, like, why don't people vent privately before they vent publicly? But I think he really do already be venting private privately. And then you just get on the internet and do it again? Yes. <laughs> and if I was Jermaine Cole, I would be like, actually, I take it back. I'm not a hater. I was right the first time. Because, like, what are we even talking about? Well, Jay hasn't even responded. But you know who, like, helped, who who made Soulja Boy, Boy apologize? Somebody made Soulja Boy, so he apologized? Oh, Nicki Minaj made him apologize. Yeah. <laughs> but Nicki Minaj is on some something right now because she's like, I, I don't know if she had, um, you know, sometimes you just have like epiphanies, but I feel like it's it's interesting how like literally this week she's like, Barb's stop being mean to people. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, um, Soldier, cut it out. And he tweeted, Nicki just told me I took what he said wrong and that he was showing love. So I'm gonna let it go. My bad, y'all. I really thought dude was hating on me. My bad, dog. At J. Cole NC. Sorry for the confusion. No, the tweet is not. That's not. You see how loud you was with the anger? You gotta be that loud with the positivity. Mm-hmm. He said he got a little tweet. <laughs> also, like, what does he mean? What does he mean by this gangster? What is he talking about? Bitch, Draco. <laughs> Why do people want to be so, like, I got it. I, I, y'all, I don't have the words. I don't have the words, okay? I don't have the words. I'm just confused. I know y- y'all are in your cars. Y'all are in your cribs listening to this. You're confused too. Like, why? This man is talking about, I had a I had a number one record at 17 in 2006. Exactly. So then why are you here in 2023 talking about you ain't here for this gangster-ish? You ain't here for this big Draco. Like, what is, what is elevated? What is successful about still operating on a street level mm. when you in the hills? Mm. Take your time, Pastor. Well, I'm just saying, like, I know cats really is on the street level that are like, <laughs> I'm trying to get out of there. Please, let, let me Listen. get out. They like, I want to make a hit so I don't got to hold this Draco. Take the Draco. <laughs> you right about that one. And listen, anyways, tip me up. I, I'm being old right now, but that's fine. That's why it's wisdom. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. child. We'll be right back, y'all, with the Big Up Let Down. You like oxtails? You gonna care. You gonna care. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Hey y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. It is time for the Big Up Let Down. We're going to give out some props. We're going to give out some blows. And it's going to go like this. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to two Texas men who allegedly stole over $1,000 worth of Oxtail. Okay. They made off with almost 50 packs of expensive cuts of meat from various grocery stores. This was not just a one hit and hit and quit, okay? <laughs> this was a whole heist. So apparently authorities became suspicious of Anthony Trevino and Robert Stevenson after discovering pounds of unbagged oxtails, steaks, briskets, lamb chops, and shrimp in the back seat of their Cadillac. Now, I'm not sure how it happened. Like, did they get pulled over for, like, a traffic stop? And then there were just meats in the back seats? But nonetheless, these all came from separate stores. Walmart, H-E-B, Food Town, and Kroger. Let me say right now, I literally did not know that they sell oxtail at Walmart, H-E-B, Food Town, or Kroger. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know. They do. Uh, They do. But I feel like what they was trying to do was just, you know, get get a head start on Thanksgiving dinner. 
They was like, we need to really just get focused. You know why? Because if you're making an oxtail, okay, mm. you can't just throw it in a pot and then call it so. You have to mm. marinate it. You understand? Mm. So you have to start now with the proper marinating, the tenderizing of the po- mm. of the of the meat. You know, you didn't have to. You have to get a pot ready. You have to brung the pot and all of these things. So you know, I feel as though they were saying, "Well, we're trying to get ahead," but we didn't feel as though we had to pay because we're gonna pay the community back <laughs> with a big pot, a big pot. It sounded like they was making a cook up. So I'm going to give them a big up for that. All right. Also, like it's also like Robin Hood because the prices for oxtails have been crazy in this economy. Stores have been price gouging them like gas. All right. Mm -hmm. I swear if audacity costs the same price as oxtail, we live in a much easier society because the way the way y'all be having audacity is clearly for, for the free ski. All right. It's a bargain buy. Today's letdown also goes to these brothers. Because the meat was not on ice when they were caught. Mm. I don't like that. So, okay. The meat was loose. It was loose meat. And I had just assumed <laughs> that, like, it was loose meat, meaning, like, oh, the meat was in, like, different bags, Mm-mm. like, in their Mm-mm. containers. No. Nope. They were in a Cadillac. <laughs> Just out. I don't know the year of the Cadillac, but I, I I feel like the AC didn't work. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the AC didn't work. <laughs> and I just feel like the truth of the matter is when you take grocery, grocery bags out of stores, this is what you're going to get. Loose meats in the back seats. <laughs> Loose meats in the back seats. So my next question is, how did they steal the meats if they didn't have oh, bags to put question. it in? Great question. People clever these days. You know, they they uh innovative. <laughs> I know that vehicle. Stanky. Ranky. Ballers. We be on some janky, janky. Like, that's what I feel it is. I feel it is. And it's in Texas for that heat. It's hot still in Texas. Oh, my God. Anyways, brothers, think, think things through. Let me tell you. I always say, like, men have this habit of, like, they think through the first 70% of something like real <laughs> hardcore, but that last 30 be getting y'all every time. That last 30% is it, it is imperative. So, you know, maybe maybe they'll end up, because it seems like they got arrested. So if they end up doing time, maybe they'll end up, maybe they'll end kitchen? up in the cafeteria. Yeah. Maybe they'll end up in the kitchen. We'll see. Anyways, that's our big up letdown, y'all. Um, Speaking of loose meats, dogs love meat. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you guys about your pets because our group chat topic of this week is about the love that we have for our furry and sometimes scaly and sometimes feathered friends. And I feel like black folks, like people do not really realize how much black folks that black folks have animals. Like we we I don't know why people be thinking we don't have animals. I remember I got into it with the dodo on Instagram because I was like I don't ever post black people and then they started posting black people so anyways I want to hear from y'all 1-855-AMANDA-8 and no you don't have to be black to call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 we'll be right back the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's take it to the phone lines. What's up? I'm calling about the AI conversation and why should black people care. Black mm. people should care about the fact <laughs> that we are not involved in those rooms when they are creating right. technology. We represent less than 5% of that workforce. Our children mm. are unengaged in a lot of the innovative things that teach you how to create these products and Black people just are unengaged and we're going to blink our eyes and we're believing in the virtual world that was created around us. So, yeah, we're here. I know that's right. I hear that's why we, we, we uh, I remember when I was on The Real Lonnie used to always talk about Jamal the intern and how they don't ever have Jamal the intern in the room to be like right. well hey we'll wait now we'll wait now um, and so that's real when it comes to AI and technology we, we need to just see more of us in tech in general right mm-hmm. like we need to see more of us in tech in general and I think that's something that um, is actively happening with folks really trying to create STEM programs etc but we, we definitely need to see that and until then Again, like she said, we'll be left out of the consideration. You well, know, a lot of times the black parents they see you on that phone, like you on that phone, you on that phone, you on that game. And I think there is something to be said about kids spending too much time on the phone. But maybe like if they have an interest, like put them in programs. Like you like you like the tech. Okay, go do this. That's more. I love that, Jeremiah. People are not on. Kids are not on the phone because they're into tech. Cut it out. But bumps of the our kids who are like really into like gaming and stuff that they can explore that same interest in other ways outside of just being on the game. Like you like the game, okay, go build a game now. <laughs> just like that game yes, so. that I will. That definitely. But well, it's robotics also. Like learning yeah. about those type of things, coding, robotics, like all that. All that. My space. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. One eight five five Amanda eight is the number. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Now, when we get back. This story is so maddening. Again, America just continues to show me how whack it is. Apparently, the Supreme Court has to make a decision on domestic violence accusers owning firearms. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the It's Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. It was on this day in 1960 that John F. Kennedy was elected president of the United States. Um, Yeah, it was also on this day in 2016 that Donald Trump was elected president of the United States. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I just want to put that out there. Contrast, (laughs) contrast, contrast, contrast. Okay. Contrast. Now, speaking of contrast, um, coming up, we're going to talk about the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court apparently has to decide on a law that bars people accused of domestic violence for having firearms. Why should they have to decide on that? Like, why is that even a discussion? I don't know, but we're going to get into it. Also, Rita Brent going to hit us with a that's not my ministry. And we got a block quiz. 
with Professor Supreme, who's going to determine what we're going to be asking. I mean, he's going to ask us the questions that we're going to be. Y'all, I'm out of it. Okay. Stay connected with us 24 7 um, on all socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. I really want to know what you all learned this week. And um, I want you to share it with me because that's what I always do on Fridays. We do things I learned this week. I also want you to call me up if you're a pet owner and tell me why you love your pet. What's special about your pet? How, why did your pet, how did your pet come into your life? You know what I'm mm. saying? I think there's a lot of times Good that question. people just get a pet. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see and hear from that. All right. So hit me up. You can also share a funny pet story with us. I mean, it's just pets, 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 pets. Okay. We'll be right back. Time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seal Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals here. Let's get into some Black Year news. Okay. So the Supreme Court seemed likely this week to preserve a federal law that prohibits people under domestic violence restraint, restraining orders from having guns. Now, this is their first guns case since last year's expansion of guns rights. Um, The justices suggested that they will possibly reverse a ruling from an appeals court in New Orleans that struck down the 94 ban on firearms for people under court order to stay away from their spouses or partners. So the case before the court involves a Texas man, Zaki Rahimi, who was accused of hitting his girlfriend during an argument in a parking lot and later threatened to shoot her. Mm. Now, the court's decision could affect other cases in which other gun laws have been called into question, including the high-profile prosecution of Hunter Biden, right? So, like, Hunter Biden, for instance, is being charged with having a gun while he also had a drug addiction. And so they were Mm -hmm. able to try and, like, commit that, um, put those two things together. Now, Justice Brett Kavanaugh voiced concern that a ruling for Rahimi could also jeopardize the background check system that the Democratic administration said has stopped more than 75,000 gun sales in the past 25 years based on domestic violence protective orders. Y'all, guns were used in 57% of killings of spouses, intimate partners, children, or relatives in 2020. Okay? So it feels a little convoluted on like which way the Supreme court is leaning on this. Like it feels like mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're saying like it should be upheld or it shouldn't be upheld. Um, but the way the Supreme court leans to the left in the wrong way at all times. Um, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying like, it's just, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, in their minds, everybody should be able to have access to a gun at any time. And I think ultimately they hate women. So the idea of domestic violence for them is also like irrelevant because they're just like, mm-hmm. I mean, she had to have done something to make him mad. But that's Which that's is. really where they be at. They just like, if you would just shut up and get pregnant, he wouldn't have done that to you. That's how the Supreme, like that. that's how women are really viewed in this country by so many men. So that's something that I want to say I would not be surprised about. But well, why should black people care? Why should black people care? We should care because one in three women and one in four men experience domestic violence, showing that African-Americans are disproportionately affected by this issue. 45.1% of black women experienced physical violence, sexual violence, or stalking from their intimate partner, while 40.1% of black men 
black men experience those abuses. Wow. And that's for all the ones who would come on here and be like, but what about the women? Because there's Mm -hmm. always y'all. Because there's always y'all. Yes. Thank you, Supreme. (laughs) Thank you. You right. You right. You right. And let's throw the non-binary folks in there, too, because they they shouldn't get to have guns if they acting up either. We'll be right back to the Amanda (laughs) Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with another block quiz. Yeah. It's me versus Jeremiah Like the Bible. Supreme... Professor Supreme, that is. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. (laughs) Professor Supreme, um, you are the proctor. I don't know what this quiz is going to be about today. That's why it's a pop quiz. It's a black pop quiz. It's general studies today. We're going to do a couple general studies questions um, that you all should know because some of these are like from elementary school. So we're going to see what you can do, Jeremiah, like the Bible. I ain't been elementary in in like 20 years. Oh, my God. All right. First question is, what is a group of frogs called? A ribbit? Frogs, plural, (laughs) with an S. A group of frogs. A group of frogs. I thought this never came up in science class. I know you have like cattle. I learned it in fifth grade. A group of frogs? Yes. It's not a herd. Nope. Jeremiah, the Bible. Give me, give, give it a shot. I'm gonna say frogs with an S. That's my plural. Ah, it's an army, actually. A group of frogs. An army of an frogs? Army. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. I would have never got All right. A group of frogs is called an army of frogs. That's like how a, ra- a group of ravens is called a murder. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go. Okay, let's take it to the U.S. Constitution. Which okay. amendment to the Constitution? Oh, Jeremiah is so excited. Oh, my God. Did you see him? Oh, my God. I'm about to just let you have this. I'm about to just let you have this. You were so amped. Go yeah, ahead. He was hype about that one. Which amendments to the Constitution make up the Bill of Rights? Oh, one through the first words. There you go. Okay, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Rip I love the plastic. Rip him out the plastic. He's acting brand new. Ah, there you go. My civics, Pitch my civics should look like Shaquille O'Neal, just for, just for a laugh. <laughs> okay, here's something everybody should know. What is the national animal of the United States of America? Eagle. Oh yeah, body eagle. Jeremiah, like the Bible, gets that one because you just said an eagle, Amanda Seals. He said a bald eagle. 
I know, I know you don't like that. Yeah, but let me tell you something, just for the clarity, just for <laughs> just for the record, as someone who has done Jeopardy, as someone who has been on Celebrity Jeopardy, they would have asked for me to be specific before giving it to somebody else. Okay, okay. We're we gonna take that one off for the board. I knew a man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying because I mean I'm not gonna let that rock. I'm just I'm not gonna let it rock. <laughs> In the Lion King. What is the name what? of Simba's father? You see how I lowered my voice. Mufasa! Today. Yeah, Mufasa. Okay. Amanda Seals that, is the winner. Tell me once something. Again. Come on. Give, give me something difficult. Okay. Ask what? me, ask me, ask me, Rafa. Okay, here we name. go. Here we go. This one is difficult. This one is the hardest question I had on the sheet. Name the okay. canal that links the Mediterranean and the Red Sea. Suez. Ooh, okay. Oh, I got okay. Okay. Let me tell you why this is important. Let me tell you why this is important because the Suez Canal, Egypt has the basically like the lease for the Suez, like the contract for the Suez Canal, and it's like a hundred year contract. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's like about to be up. And so part of what what Netanyahu's plan is for Israel Mm -hmm. is to create a canal for Israel so that they don't have to use the Egyptian, a.k.a. the Arab Suez Canal. And it would require the the demolition of Gaza in order to do it. Bring it home. I knew you were going to bring it home with that one, too, by the way. Amanda been studying geopolitics for the past month, though. See, that's dang. dang. (laughs) Listen, I'm telling y'all, I'm smarter smarter right now than I've ever been in my entire life. (laughs) Like, in my entire life. The amount of knowledge in here every day. I I wake up in the middle of the night just thinking about things that that I've learned. So, like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night just like, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And it's like, this isn't good. This isn't good. Let's so. make it official. The winner of the block quiz on the Amanda show, Amanda Seals show, is guess who? Amanda oh. Seals. Yay! <laughs> I'm just hit a line. But, I will, but I will give you this. I will give you this. Jeremiah is very about his history, and that's the question he got right. Yes. So, <laughs> Shout out to Jeremiah like the Bible. Good job. Now, when we get back, um, Supreme, you actually volunteered to work the polls. <laughs> no kidding. polls. <laughs> no King of Diamonds uh, at the election uh, yesterday. So I want to hear your experience because we talk all the time about getting involved in civics on this show. And so I love that a member of our team did it and took it to the people. So we'll be right back with the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Now, our resident DJ Supreme, a.k.a. member of Alpha Phi Alpha Sorority, I mean, Sorority Fraternity Incorporated, also okay. a graduate of uh, an HBCU, is also a civics leader in that you volunteered. I did. I did volunteer. This is my first time ever doing this, too. My grandmother okay, so wait, we gotta actually do this. So I yeah. want to know what made you decide this time to volunteer to run the polls. And you were in Richmond. Yes. Um, two up, two down. Shout out to VA. I'm still in VA. <laughs> I just got an email and I was like, oh, this would be cool to go down to Richmond and help out with this just to have the experience. I mean, I could say something really deep, but that's really how I just <laughs> went down. Like I got the email. And, the car. Let's check it out. I mean, was it, did you have to take a class or anything ahead of time? We did a Zoom call, two Zoom calls to uh, get the rules and regulations before we actually came down. So I guess that you can consider a Zoom call. Nowadays. How long were those? 
They were like an hour. They weren't too 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 intense. Mm. Okay, so the prep was like two Zoom calls, two one-hour Zoom calls to get the information, the facts. Okay, so then you go down. Now, how does the day actually operate? Well, um, I was actually a poll observer, so I had to get there when the polls first opened. And if they didn't open on time, it was my job to kind of snitch and tell <laughs> if they weren't open on time. So I pulled up around like 530 in the morning and oh. those dope, shout out to um, Miss Stacy and the crew over there because they were already up and running um, and ready to roll at 530 in the morning. So they, they take that right. stuff very seriously, very seriously. So shout out to them. Now, did you have other like roles that you could apply for or was this all for the specific role of poll observer? I just put my name down and took whatever they gave me. It was other people that were going like door to door for the issue that they were um, trying to get people to vote on. They were voting on Mm -hmm. um, a new casino they're trying to build in Richmond. It was also people that could call. It was a call call center. It was was like full blown on you know, they, they they take poli- yeah, they take politics very seriously. Like it's it's levels to this for real, for real. Was there a good turnout in Richmond? Yes, a lot of people. I think at the my polling location alone, they had like a thousand people that came through and voted at that location alone. So uh, it was people coming through all day. Like I said, I was out there from like five thirty in the morning till seven at night. So it was a long day. Doing the work all of the people. Right. And shout out to um, Mr. Frank, too. Frank was a good dude. He came through and he let me know the whole history of his side <laughs> of Richmond VA. Like his family been there for a long time and he took voting very seriously, too. So shout out to Mr. Frank in the building. The elders, the elders understand the value of voting. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they, cause they, they're going to, it's interesting. I feel like so many folks are like, I'm not going to vote because as a, as a moral decision, whereas like, I feel like so many black folks vote be like, because they morally feel compelled to vote. Absolutely. Right. right. That, right. that was Mr. Frank right there. Mr. Frank still talked to me for about an hour about the history <laughs> of his family voting and who was the first person to vote. And That's real. Yeah, he was out there. It was like something you see on TV and he was really out there kicking. He's in Richmond? Yes, yes. Do you have his contact info? I do. I added him on Facebook. Okay, so we're going to have <laughs> Mr. Frank. I want Mr. Frank to come on here on Voting and Venting and tell okay. us about... I mean, I don't know if he can, can you know, consolidate into five we'll minutes. But... Tech, I don't know how technical <laughs> he is, but I'll holler at Touché. him. Touche. Touche. Holler at him. Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe he could call in, but I think that would be great because I really feel like we got to get a multitude of perspectives and we need the elders in there. All right. Absolutely. All right. Well, congrats to you for, you know, taking the the uh, initiative to get out there and be a part of the polling. And shout out to everybody else uh, who's who's done this and who plans to do that because, you know, we got to be we got to be a part of it. And I love that the elders are taking it seriously and we're going to have to carry the torch. Keep it like right here. The Amanda Seals Show, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. show i'm amanda seals and it's time to listen laugh and learn uh i've got the word of the day 
Now y'all right. gonna laugh because you probably didn't know this is a real word. Mm. The word of the day is cockamamie. That's a real word. <laughs> cockamamie is like nonsense. You come yeah. in here with all this cockamamie. Um, just foolishness. Foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a all right, word. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's an adjective used to describe something ridiculous or silly, but they also say or incredible. Which feels like that doesn't align, but basically their example for a sentence is instead of being honest, he came up with a cockamamie excuse about why he didn't turn in his assignment. Mm, I've heard and that before. a West Indian, a West Indian would say, um, instead of being honest, he gave me this cock and bull excuse, which I feel is a derivative of cockamamie. <laughs> <laughs> that bull. Cock and bull. So yeah, and it's spelled C-O-C-K-A-M. A M I E. I just feel like that's racist. Like I feel like if we if we <laughs> the maybe. Yeah, the maybe in there makes me feel like the etymology of this has something to do with slavery. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm is shenanigans sure. a real word too? Like yes, thinking, shenanigans okay, is a real okay. word. I'm thinking all these words. I'm like, wow, these are real words. <laughs> yeah, hoodwink, shenanigans. What? Um, Riff, yeah, riffraff. These are all real wow. words. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? I wonder if they're real words now. You know what I'm saying? The same way that like bling bling uh -huh. is mm -hmm. a real word yeah. now. Yeah. Right? right? Like in the future, people would be like, that's a real word. It's like, yes. But I mean, at one point, it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. Um, You know, like I'm waiting for Carcasti to get put into the Mm. into the dictionary because yeah. it should be a real word yep. yeah. I'm like the amount of time you say that I feel like it's a real word in my head I'm like that's not a real word <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> caucasious caucasity all of it it should be it should be alright well we got some caucasity coming up politicians say the darndest things um, is actually somebody responding to caucasity okay because Rashida Tlaib has been the subject of and just incredible caucasiousness in the caucus of the Congress and we're going to show her some love. So shout out to my Detroit sister uh, and Palestinian queen up there in the United States House of Representatives. We're also going to give you some 60 second headlines and a big up let down. Okay, keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, all you got to do is call me up uh, to get on the show. I actually want to hear you all tell me your stories about your pets. You know, if you love your pets, you know, you, 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 you are a big pet owner. We want to hear about it because I feel like black people, we got like one little page on Instagram called Black People Pets. <laughs> and otherwise, <laughs> where are we at? But we out here. So I want to hear from y'all. All the y'all with your pets named Deontay and Andre and, you know, Laquavius, etc. Let's Let's talk. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. All right. This is the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And um, it's time for us to hit you with a... Politicians say the smartest thing. <laughs> All right, guys. So today's politician is 47-year-old Representative Rashida Talib of Detroit. She choked up while condemning the proposed resolution to censure her about her comments on the genocide in Ugh. Palestine. Let's take a listen. Okay. I'm the only Palestinian American serving in Congress, Mr. Chair, and my perspective is needed here now more than ever. I will not be silenced and I will not let you distort my words. Folks forget I'm from the city of Detroit, the most beautiful blackest city in the country where I learned to speak truth to power even if my voice shakes. Trying to bully or censor me won't work because this movement for a ceasefire is much bigger than one person. 
It's growing every single day. There are millions of people across our country who oppose Netanyahu's extremism and are done watching our government support collective punishment and the use of white phosphorus bombs that melt flesh to the bone. They are done watching our government, Mr. Chair, supporting cutting off food, water, electricity, and medical care to millions of people with nowhere to go. Like me, Mr. Chair, they don't believe the answer to war crimes is more war crimes. The refusal of Congress and the administration to acknowledge Palestinian lives is chipping away at my soul. Over 10,000 Palestinians have been killed. Majority, majority were children. But let me be clear. My criticism has always been of the Israeli government and Netanyahu's actions. It is important to separate people and governments, Mr. Chair. No government is beyond criticism. The idea that criticizing the government of Israel is anti-Semitic sets a very dangerous precedent, and it's being used to silence diverse voices speaking up for human rights across our nation. Do you realize what it's like, Mr. Chair, for the people outside the chamber right now, listening in agony to their own government dehumanizing them? To hear the President of the United States, we helped elect, dispute death tolls as we see video after video of dead children and parents under rubble. Mr. Chair, do you know what it's like to fear rising hate crimes, to know how Islamophobia and anti-Semitism makes us all less safe, and worry that your own child might suffer the horrors that six-year-old Wadia did in Illinois? I can't believe I have to say this, but pa Palestinian people are not disposable. Take your time. Take your time. We are human beings. Mm. Just like anyone else. My city, my grandmother, like all Palestinians, just wants to live her life with freedom and human dignity we all deserve. Speaking up to save lives, Mr. Chair, no matter faith, no matter ethnicity, should not be controversial in this chamber. The cries of the Palestinian and, ch Palestinian and Israeli children sound no different to me. Why, what I don't understand is why the cries of Palestinians sound different to you all. Representative Rashida Tlaib. It sounds different because they're racist. You know? Right. That's why it sounds that's why the cries of Palestinians sound different because because they're racist. And 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 we have so many people in this country who also are um the recipient of racism and will sit there and allow racism to be enacted among against others, thinking that if they just sit quiet, it won't come back to them. So I, I like what she said about the idea of like the difference between criticizing a people in the government. I think that's like one of the biggest clear indications within like this whole situation is like, even as Americans, we have our American quote unquote democracy, the powers that be than us everyday Americans. And a lot of times we're impacted by the decisions that we don't agree with by our <laughs> administration. And we, we call it out the same way people in other countries have that same. Um, yeah, but what's your, yeah, but let me just stop you. Israel isn't, I mean, uh, Gaza is not even recognized as a country. Fair. You're right. You're right. You're right. So the false equivalency that people keep placing upon like Palestinians to hold Hamas accountable or whatever, like there's no democracy. Like there's no, like they had, they had a vote in like 2006, but then they weren't even given the tools to, to have more voting after that. Right. 
Well, I get more and so it, and so like in the on the Israel side of things, it's like, you know, we're challenging the Israeli government and we're right. challenging its efforts. And then, you know, people want to say that that's anti-Semitic. It's not. Um, but the reality is that the same way that there are people that support the American government's BS, there's people that support mm-hmm. the Israeli government's BS. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like if you support it, then yeah, we talk about you too, because you right. are perpetuating it. Um, right. You know, I had I definitely had somebody on my Instagram today, though, be like, so you're acting like in America, people can just shoot black people indiscriminately and not get in trouble. I'm like, what do you think <laughs> Black Lives Matter is? We'll be right back, y'all. 30. 30? Right, <laughs> you know we've been fighting 400 steel fighting to this day. To this day. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm about to get on out of here. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I have been just like worn out and, and tired and exhausted. And, uh, you know, I appreciate y'all just letting me be myself and not having to like pretend to be in here like, hey, hi, ho. <laughs> when I'm really not. The world is on fire and uh, there's too, too, there's just too much negativity and stupidity just just out here willy-nilly. You know, just, that's another real word. Willy-nilly, by the way. Um, really? To my knowledge, yes. But uh, we want to talk about some things that we talked about today. We we talked about how there's, there's voting groups that are saying that President Biden and his stance on Gaza uh, could suppress... The youth voter turnout next year. I, I don't know. I feel like I want to change the language there and say voting groups warn President Biden that his support of Israel in their genocide of Gaza could support, could suppress youth voter turnout uh, next year. Also, DoorDash. DoorDash is warning y'all. If you don't tip, you <laughs> may not get your, your food on time. Uh, we also played Soldier Boy just beefing. It, it, originally, I thought the story was Soldier Boy beefing with Jake Hall, but it's really Soldier Boy beefing with himself. That's really what it is. Yeah. He's beefing with himself. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and Supreme, our DJ, DJ Supreme, uh, he actually did a day serving as a poll worker. So I thought that was really cool since we're really talking about bringing civics into the culture and, you know, my. My, com- my documentary in Amanda We Trust is all about that. By the way, if you haven't got your tickets to come join me on uh, November 19th here in Los Angeles, I'll be doing a screening of in Amanda We Trust and uh, we'll be able to, you know, talk about what's actually going on in the world right now and what we want to do with this voting thing, but be able to do it in person. I think that's important. I'll also be giving away free stuff and we're doing trivia and I'll have some merch. It'll be a good time. All right. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts and stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Now, coming up on Thursday show, it's a group chat day and our group chat topic of the week is for our pet owners. What do you love most about your pet? I also want you to share your funny pet stories with us. So, you know, hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also in the group chat, we'll be discussing being black at a predominantly white institution. I lived it. I lived it before I even went to an actual college. Gymnastics was a predominantly white institution when I was in it. So we're going to talk about that also. The whole thing about like being single versus being married in America. You know, did you know that folks is 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 getting divorced and then their friends who are still married are saying they can't hang out no more because they're not married no more? Like that's what we're doing? Mm. Yeah. Apparently that's what we're doing. Call me up. 
Because I'm trying to understand it. 1855 Amanda 8. That's one that I didn't know the click. I didn't know the clickiness was going that deep. 1855 Amanda 8. All right. We got all that and more coming up on Group Chat Thursday right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show.